Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and we have a great show today. We have two returning guests, and it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm, I have a lot of shows coming up, and uh, in September... And in August, I, we're going to have a lot of children's shows because I think a lot of people are not recognizing all these children's authors, and there are tons and tons and tons of them and new ones coming up every minute. So uh, Rich Linval has a page that has brought all these people out, and it's a really good thing. He'll be on, and uh, these author and children's pages are incredible because every single day there's new people coming on with children's books. So it's kind of exciting for the market for children's books because we haven't had anything like that. And uh, so I have several shows coming up with that. And then I have Piper Stone will be on with me, and she writes sexy, 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 sexy show books forever. And... Um, She's going to talk about, we're going to talk about how to get the sexy characters, how to do the scenes. Uh, I mean, she's got tons of books, probably over 100 by now. And um, But we never really sat down and talked. I mean, she had shows with us and with Red River, but she's going to talk about really how to do it, where to get it out. You know, it's hard. It's not an easy thing to get your characters to do certain things, and she's going to talk about it. And so that's she's the only guest on that day. With, and then we're, uh, next week... Uh, I have a show on Friday. It's with um, Karen Vaughn, Marta um, Bishop, Marta Moran Bishop, um, Delaney Oaks, and um, I think who else? Is it? There's um, someone else is coming on with her. Delaney. Oh, and Rachel, Rachel Rubin. We're going to talk about a lot of different things that uh, go on during the day when you're trying to market. Uh, which is very difficult for everybody. And um, I have a marketing guru here and a new agent, and uh, then I have one of the authors that has been on before. So I'm going to introduce – well, I, maybe I'll just say one little thing, which I do always forget. I am Marsha Casper-Cook, and I am an author, screenwriter, podcast um, host and producer and uh like i said last week now everybody knows what podcast i've been doing this for nine years and nobody knew they say where are you what are you really doing they didn't get it so now everybody's getting it it's a podcast and so um now it's the same show it was nine years ago but now it's called a podcast and uh i'm going to let uh Crystal talk first, and then Juliet Douglas is with her. She's one of the authors that I met through her, and Crystal is starting out in some new ventures. So, and Juliet has a new book out. So, and another one, one probably in the making. Hi, Crystal, and hi, Juliet. How are you? Good. Good. How, How are, are you? you? Thanks for having it, us. 
oh, it's going to be fun because so, both of you speak your mind. <laughs> we have two people. <laughs> oh, we do. No hold back. Right? We, we do. Don't want no, I know, I know. That's okay. Uh, all right, Crystal, go for it. Okay. I'm Crystal Gavier. <laughs> I'm the owner of Promovoir Promotions. And um, I'm a marketing and promotion specialist, and I'm starting to branch off um, with some great new contact tracks um, I have with publishing companies. So I'm becoming a literary agent. I'm signed off with the American Authors Guild and accepting new clients every day for publishing and promote, or not not publishing, promotion. And literary. <laughs> Her promotions yeah. are very good. Um, my I, computer I, died here, not yes. too long ago, and I've got a temporary right now until I can afford to get a new one. And when I can't promote, I depend on Crystal to do the promoting. Um, and she actually does sell books for me. The other day I sold three paperbacks, two awesome possums and a bed of conspiracy so whatever she's doing it works and yeah. i've sent how many clients did i send to you three or four uh probably four or five. Oh. <laughs> okay she's got a system i don't know what it is but it works and she goes across all social media. Like, I don't have a cell phone. I know. I'm an old fart. But <laughs> I don't have a cell phone, so I can't do Instagram. Well, she can do Instagram for me. Right. Um, right. I'm not much on Pinterest, but she can do Pinterest for me. Um, mm-hmm. MeWe is the new social network that's coming up. And um, she can promote there. She can promote on Twitter. And I don't know all the other ones that she does, but LinkedIn, you know, we do LinkedIn together. Um, and I've actually sold, she sold books for me. So, and I appreciate yeah. that very much because goal. I've been That's down, I've been down with my computer yeah. almost two months, basically, until I got a temporary. But, um, you know, it's it's just it, it's nice to know for me that I have a backup when something goes wrong on my end and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Well, you she know, does so. it all the time. I mean, you know, uh, she that's a constant daily, you know, that's, oh, you know, yeah. if you don't want it's, to, yeah. It's so not even daily. If you're, even it's if you're like knocked out. Minute, 10 or 12 minute. times a day, 24 <laughs> hours, 24 seven. I, I and it, And it's. For me, it's great, you know, because <laughs> for she's proven herself to me yeah. because she actually sells my books, yeah. and that's you all it's nice make to me know. Cry. Stop! You're right. gonna make no, me cry. No, okay. I'm telling the truth. Right? You know, I'm, I'm just telling the truth. Here. I'm just going to add something. When someone does marketing for somebody out there, this you can't, you don't really know who sells what a lot of times, but you have to have someone like. Crystal doing marketing because she's touching a lot of different audiences and it's a daily grind. It's not something you can do once in a while and you cannot expect that you are the person that markets 
they they can only put your book out there. If people don't like your book or if, you know, it's not the genre they want, there's nothing that anybody can do. You just got to keep writing, but you need to have people that are marketing for you along with yourself because it gets old and tiring. And if you're trying to write, it's almost impossible to do it. You know, well, I she, took off she helped me because yeah. she took over for me at yeah. a at a certain time I was able to finish Vixen in a timely manner this time right exactly and I'm almost done with the fifth book in the freckled venom series now because I can write when my computer's running um instead of you know worrying about well I've got to get out there and promote no now I can concentrate on writing yeah you know and I don't have to worry about it because she's got it under control and that's that's for me, that's a really nice feeling. Um, I think for everybody that is out there listening, you need to have you and you. Like you said, there's somebody else promoting. There's never enough promotion. You can have 20 people doing it, but you got this is the most important thing. And if you are really writing, like you just said, right? I started the other day thinking about promotion again, and then I, then I'm losing my my thought pattern. So I tonight, you know, because then I go, oh, I need a new website. I knew, you know, do have to do. Uh, changes and I have to do Facebook and I'm queen of changes so I'm always changing things and then I lose my focus so I have to get off the bandwagon and go and I'm going to you know not be on as much as I was this last week but when I have a show I promote so that makes me lose momentum and thought process so that's why you need to have somebody else in your corner doing it for you when you can't be doing it and if you really want to write you can't be doing it all right crystal i I feel like you're not here when we're talking about you go ahead no i'm I'm (laughs) (laughs) well the thing of it okay this this is the way i look at marketing sorry i'm interrupting but okay this other person that i have (laughs) That's what you're here for. Specializes in westerns. Okay, he's mm-hmm. he's got a newsletter he puts out, and he's got like a hundred to three hundred thousand people that he sends this newsletter to, wow. whenever he has a reason to send the newsletter. It's not on him. Okay, that's a different market. Okay, Crystal gets a totally different market. She yeah. appeals to the housewives and. Um, different type of readers that I also need to access. So I've got two different promoters. The Canadians and the Europeans. (laughs) Yeah, international international market is really important. And, you know, Crystal, when you sent that uh, Fiona, okay, and I've been posting her things, I don't don't like to do author interviews online because I hate to answer questions about myself – but I did this one. Mm-hmm. It was pretty easy, and she's really promoted. You know, Fiona, this is a woman that wants to get like a thousand or so people. Yeah, I haven't done interview. her yet. I've got. And the let me stuff, tell you something. But... It is good. It is good. She puts it right out, like in four seconds later. Uh, you yeah, have to make sure that good. you edit it. She, she, said, she yes. did me when yeah. I first. She did yeah. me ten years ago. Really? Yeah. I mean, she's been around for a long time, Fiona yeah. McVie. And yeah, I'm going to see if yeah, I'm going to yeah, have, have her. I've got her stuff. I just haven't had time to. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to try to get her on the UK, show. And yeah. she's well known. Yeah, the UK. The UK is a great market. It's really a good yes, market, it but it's hard to get well, into that my, UK by yourself. My first book, uh, Copperhead, Freckles Venom, Copperhead, 
hit number one over there, um, I can't remember now, a yeah. couple of weeks ago. Just yeah. blew mm-hmm. me out of the water because I have done it's a good, squats. It's a great market. It's a great market. Really good market. And um, all of a sudden, when I looked at my stats, I had like 75% U.K. readers and 25% U.S. readers. I yeah. said, where mm-hmm. in the world did this come from? Yeah, well, no, it's, it's <laughs> my one it's promoter like, is over in England, so he yeah, must well, have been doing yeah. something that I have no the UK is good connections they, to, they, so they I read, can't see. They they read, they read, they read, oh, yeah. and they read. They're and avid they readers. Yeah, Westerns. yeah I know Westerns, they do. Yeah. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, when you go to, like I myself am starting to believe one thing, and, you know, we're, it's all nice and great that we all have friends out there on Facebook. However, they're not, let's just face it, they're not buying everybody's books. So you need to go out to readers. You need to go out to people that are actually reading books. And you need to go to like, you know, Crystal starting to be, you know, being I was an agent for 20 years. It's a lot it, there's a lot op, there's a lot of opportunities right now because if you go on Instagram and if you go on things and you start um following some of the stars you never know if they'll end up reading one of your books because they're right. out there also they're looking for books and years ago when i became a signatory agent because nobody would look at it unless you were signatory with the guild you um the, everybody had to go with a guild agent but that's not the case anymore because a lot of the people that are producing are looking at books and they make them into movies like Reese Witherspoon i mean she's did big you know, the secrets and lies, big secrets and lies, you know, and it was, and they love this. So I think that Instagram, uh, these are new things that are working for people, and it's also pictures and banners, you know, and I like to do that, you know, myself, and Crystal does a lot of that also, and that's why it's really important for people to do all these things, and now they can get known much faster than they could have before. I mean, it was different. Well, yeah, on LinkedIn, there. who do I uh, friend or whatever yeah. you call it there? <laughs> Script writers and yeah. a couple of yeah. actors. I had some oh, guy yeah. was an actor from yeah. LinkedIn. I can't remember his name now, but he's well, done. I was familiar yeah. with his name. He appro- He he asked for me to friend yeah. him. So I yeah. thought, hmm, okay. But that's yeah. who I do on LinkedIn. Facebook is... Facebook. What can you say? Facebook is right, and you know, and that's the other thing. You know, my enemy right now. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, this is the thing. You know, and, and that's why I told Crystal, like, don't even bother with them, and don't even talk about it on there because you know it doesn't matter anymore. Because no, and somebody that I know for years, and she does, uh, she does a lot of work out there, and she's a good, really, she has a lot of people on her blogs and whatever, and she she shares a lot of things. I hadn't seen her out there for months. So and I sent her something today. I said, you know, I haven't seen anything. I'll try to look for your things now. See, that's the thing. They are blocking people from other people, and not in a. It's not any. It's an algorithm they say, but it doesn't help anybody out there anymore because no. you know it looks like nobody's looking at it, and people are looking at it. They're just not even showing you if it's been seen because if it's not then you want to pay money and if you do pay money you do get it seen but i don't know if it sells you know i i there's no it answers doesn't. here it doesn't. yeah yeah i i'm pretty sure that's the case it doesn't but um there are you know 
like on Amazon, if you give a free day, I had a free, I forgot I had all my books on Amazon. I took all my re- regular books off, and they're still on Amazon, but it's not in the um, KDP in the special program unlimited. But uh, so I put all of them out like in one week, and so I sold like I think six hundred books, seven hundred books. But I didn't make any money. So what does that? What is? So what does that mean? They all got my book for free, and I didn't make money on that. So I don't know. Did you get any reviews? Is, yeah. Well, yeah, I got some reviews, but you know, the thing is, I, I'm not sure what to do. So I went back to other things like the digit, you know, Draft Two Digital. I went back on there and Smashwords. I don't know anymore. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I still know there aren't any answers. They really aren't. I mean, you know, you just got to keep doing stuff. And like Crystal is saying, she goes out there and puts it on a lot of different places, and that's the only thing an author can ask for, you know. And yeah. what else can we say? And we keep if you keep writing, that's the best thing any writer could do, I think. Crystal, you know this is true. Just keep writing. Well, I know it through Juliet because, yeah. I mean, I've been with her since, her, you know, her last book was written, not her last book, the last book in Freckled Venom. Yeah. And um, I've watched yeah, Skeletons. Yeah, Skeletons. And I've watched yeah. Juliet <clears throat> evolve and write right, books. exactly. Yeah. And evolve as an author and get yeah. out there and talk to people. This lady works her butt off. She goes right. to these fairs, yeah. rodeos, all kinds of stuff, and she's out there in the cold weather, in the heat, right. in the snow, yeah. and she's talking to people and yeah. and getting people to talk to her and throwing books in people's hands and saying, "Hey, take a look," you know. Right, right. And it's smart. I just, right. You got to. It's a full time job being an author. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. If you no, have a full time job. And you're an author, you're not giving your book enough attention. You yeah. have to really put it, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a 24 hour job. Yeah. Being you know, an and that, that is true. You know, and I think that, you know, um, if you, like, like I, we were talking before, I do listen to a lot of these webinars. But mm-hmm. the thing about webinars is, you know, and I tell people, I do listen to them, but I don't listen to the end of it where they're trying to sell things. But they do come up with some good tips, and no, you cannot write a book in one weekend. Like they say, you can I don't think that's possible, right. but maybe you can. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Would be nice. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I'm education. Yeah, it is, but, you know, but they do have it. They go, oh, you're going to sell this much and that much, and, you know, but you pick up a little tips, you know. But a lot of people do sell books because they're on Pinterest and they're on Instagram. But Pinterest, I think, is really, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't like Pinterest. But it's very interesting what you find on Pinterest, everything. Pinterest is awesome. I I like it. I think every social media site is awesome. Um, in its own right, yes. they just so you what just it is. have to learn how to you have to learn how to work right. navigate with them. It. It's like right. yeah, it's like a scarf. You know, you put it around your neck. Well, what do you do with it now? <laughs> you uh, have hopefully to not. Work it so it looks right. good on you. <laughs> right. You know, well, well, you know what's funny for me, um, 
I think I've sold one book off of MeWe. I've sold several off of Twitter. But what's funny is I get a better response out off of LinkedIn. Yeah. To my well, because ads a lot of people my LinkedIn, book. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a very popular site where people actually go in to look at things and they just it's not yeah. just the picture. It's not it's about the author and you know and it's about a lot of different things that they do on LinkedIn that they don't do on other sites, you know. But and then some people tell you don't talk about your book, don't do this and that, but you know, you actually have to talk about you know your what? book That's because what you're there for. Yeah, right. You're trying right. to get the word out on your book. Yes, you know, or book, or whatever that. you want to oh call. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Tell you, Facebook that in the groups. You know how you have to get approved to join a group yes, on Facebook. Yes, I do know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've gotten approved, but Facebook's blocking me from these groups. And I asked Facebook. I wrote them and I said, "Why are you blocking me from a group when they approved me to be in their group?" I don't understand how they can do group. that. So how can they do that? Why though? are you I mean, blocking? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. Well, now, I, I was understand. admin of five or six Western groups, mm-hmm. and I went mm-hmm. on one of them, and I approved a post, and I was immediately thrown in jail. Um, really? And, of course, I, yeah, I was for approving a post, and I was an admin on the group. So well, I dropped out of all understand. those groups as an admin, and... Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was one of my Western um, counterparts. Yeah. What I'm what I'm running into as a female Western writer, who, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. This is just from stats. My books are popular, and a lot of yes, these men writers who write westerns are intimidated by me. And it was one of these guys that when he saw that I approved this post, he he reported me and slammed me in jail. Well, that person's gone from this group now. But um, I'm running into this a lot here lately. And when some of the the top Western writers who, who work out of this one publishing company it's not been formally announced yet, but I joined them. Um, when they find out that I joined them, then I'm going to get some backlash from that. Um, they don't know how to take me because my books a lot of times are ranking higher than theirs. Yeah, they may be ha- they may have more sales and are raking in more money. But where's this upstart female coming from that's raining on my parade? And they don't understand that because I'm just as good, if not better, than they are. And they don't like that. So I'm waiting on that to happen. But that's, yeah, see that, from yeah, my standpoint as a female Western writer, that's some of the Why don't you make your own group of female, 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 Western, female Western writers or something? Make your own group. Female. Oh no, I'm I'm done with groups. Yeah. Well, see, that's the other thing. Okay, so because that's what's most of them, now. most right. of them are yeah. the sassy western yeah. male order bride yeah. stuff. I write action adventure. No, yeah. I'm not going to go there. 
Yeah, so then, see, that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, I try to go in some of the groups a lot, you know, but I'm, I'm really figuring out myself. I mean, I think we all have to sometimes sit down and really think about what we're doing and how we're doing it and is it worth what we're doing because is it worth time spending time doing this or maybe getting a book out, or you know, more often. And I, for me, I think it's getting a book out there more often, you know, um, because I just think that a lot of people aren't sharing. They don't care. They're not watching. They they couldn't care at all. They don't care. It wasn't like it was like maybe even five years ago. It's not like that. And really, authors were much more generous years ago with each other. And I think now, yeah. you know, I just now don't it's, understand it's, why people would be jealous. I mean, if someone writes a book, that's good for them. It's not the same book I wrote. So I don't know why that should be, you know. I mean, it's not like if you show up at a party, like let's say, and six people are wearing the same outfit, you're not thrilled. But you're not going to be having six books that are exactly the same. So I think that people right. should be happier for each other because, you know, it well, is hard. Like the... No, no, I'm done. It, well, oh, it's just yeah, like yeah. publishing companies and promotion yeah. uh, people. Back when I first started promoting, there wasn't nobody promoting. All of a yeah. sudden, here comes all these girls. They're promoting and they're being yeah. PAs and everything. And I'm just like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. You know, they're well, all yeah. jealous of yeah. each other. Yeah, but if you notice too, Crystal, they don't last very long. Yeah, a lot True. of them don't. You know, yeah, all the women true. that you and I used to know, they're oh, yeah. all gone now. I mean, mm-hmm. there's at least 10 or 12 of them that I know that yeah, she and I knew together are gone. Are yeah, gone. Authors, too. Authors, too. Now, yeah. right, Crystal, yeah. all right, let's talk a little bit about what you plan to do for people and what kind of clients you're looking for. So, we, you know, I know you wanted to talk about that. So tell, what, what are you looking for in the way of genres or what you want to tell people out there about what you're doing well, I'm I'm a liter- literary agent. Um, I self-taught, actually. I've got a lot of connections with publishing companies now. And I'm starting to have some connections with screenwriters and filmmakers. Um, and I just learned something the other day, and I just, I'll tell you, I'm going to be a literary agent. I am one right now. I've got some clients under my belt now so I'm not just a newbie I know my connections and what I do is I make the query letters I do the synopsis of the book um, I do the three chapters that I send to the um, companies I have over 150 printing or publishing companies that I have on a list and the oh. Depending on what their books are, I go by who I send them to. What were you gonna say? Are you gonna Are you reaching out to production companies because those times you need screenplays for that? So are you looking for screenplays or are you just doing books right now? Um, just books currently, but like I said, I'm I'm putting my feelers out there with the product yeah. production companies too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I saw the other day that. Um, they're going to start wanting authors to produce an independent film of their book before they'll even consider it. Um, and this is the filmmakers I'm talking about. Um, yeah, well, that's, you screen, know what, that is the totally screenplays, ridiculous. The screenplays are good. 
but they want you to do those independent videos. Now. Well, that's insane because you know what? Most people that are screenwriters are not also um, are not actually filmmakers. I mean, so that's I know. putting them and they, in they a want, whole they different. They want the screenwriters to to partner with them and then make a film. Then well, they want the, well, it. they want the money. It's all about the money, for right? The movie. And it's just a changing industry. It's changing so much. Well, that's why you see the writer, director, producer. They do their own film, right? Because, but when people write screenplays, you know, um, and they're not necessarily also also authors of books. I mean, I I do both, right. but most most of them don't. So if they, but right. and they do take books though. I mean, they want books. You know, they like novellas mm-hmm. because then they'll look but at it's it. But changing. Yes, but mm-hmm. to be a filmmaker, expecting that's not always, you know, maybe they want, you know, years ago, I, I thought know it was not a good always idea. the case, but this is my, this is where yeah, they my could go on YouTube. If you're, if, right. If you're a film writer, if you're a filmmaker, you know, you, if you do like a short video or something on, you know, um, I think on YouTube, I think that could help. I I thought that years ago, and I dealt with a lot of people that were authors, and they didn't do it, and they should have. And one person I had, I, I know particularly, his was really good. He didn't, he did not want to go. He finished 15 minutes of it, which is 15 pages, and then he did a really good video at that time. And then I said, just do the whole thing. He didn't want to write the whole script. I go, you need to write the script i said because if you want to sell it as a script and it was a good story do more he goes no i'm just gonna do this right now but if eventually maybe they would look at it but they still want more they want the whole script you know and he Mm -hmm. didn't want to do it see people that are script writers a lot of them they don't want to change their words or anything and i will say that if you don't change your words and you're doing a script that you know what, if you don't allow them to do that, you're not going to get sold because you have to give them the access to change it. I only heard one person, I, I used to watch um, interviews a lot, um, Kevin Costner. He used to say he loved the way the right, if he does a film, he used to like the way the script was, otherwise, he wouldn't have taken the, the script, you know, to be a movie. But a lot of times they change it so much, and a lot of uh, screenwriters don't like to change. And that's one thing, anybody, if they're new out there, you may have to change. Your book goes out and they do it. You have to allow them to make changes. If you're not going to allow them to, then you do have to do it yourself because they are going to change it. And maybe not in a good way. You don't know that. I was just iterating the research that I've been going through. As a literary agent, um, trying to help people out, and so that's why I'm branching off from like book promotions and things like that. Yeah. No. Like so, what are they asking for these days when you're you know for a literary you know do they want just one chapter? You said three chapters or? They want three chapters. Um, they want a blurb. They want uh, a tagline. Yeah. And a lot of them are asking for full manuscripts along with the yeah. three chapters, yeah. which I don't yeah. understand why they would want that. But uh, you know why? Um, you know, talked, you know why? I talked. I, I I know the answer to that. Do you know why? Because a lot of them won't finish the. They they won't finish this after three. You know, if you could do three chapters, doesn't mean you could finish a whole book. Right. So they don't want to get involved. With in other words, that. you're they querying before you finish the book. Uh, you could query him, but you I'm also. Not. I think, I'm not doing that. I'm not. See, I didn't have any writers. Chapters. I never I'm had writers. I'm making sure that, the authors 
finish, right? I'm making sure the authors finish their manuscripts. I yes, won't just. I agree. Um, I agree. That's, yeah, yes. because you don't know what it's going to entail. It's like I was talking exactly. to a client today that I met with for lunch. Right. And I told her, I said, you know what? I could send in three chapters, but I don't want to. I want the whole manuscript because the other day I was talking to yeah. um, a, 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 an Avon representative from Avon Books. Yeah. And she told me the whole manuscript. Don't yeah. just send it because it's much they better. won't accept exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you have to read the guidelines, too. You can't just send stuff willy nilly. No. Well, they used to take calls, but now it's, you know, I mean, they did. That's what we did. We, I had people working it for me. Well, and they we still called. take calls. Some but of them great. still do. Yeah. Some, some of the editors still take calls, but you have to be careful. Yeah. Yep. And, but once they get to know you, it's a good thing. You know, yeah. because then I whenever you good do, now. Yeah, because once they get to know you, they will look at your things, you know, uh, mm-hmm. before they look at others. It does matter, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard, takes time, but they need agents that actually work because if you don't have an, you know, you need to have an agent, you know, and a lot of times, but now you can do other things, but it's good to have agents one if you can get one. Agents are different now, though. Agents had a certain stigma back in the day that they were yeah. on top of everything and they were this and they were that. Mm-hmm. Now an agent is just more or less, your business manager, practically. You know, you don't handle the money part, but you handle the the um, emails and the calls and things like that that the yeah. author doesn't have time for. So, you know, um, they wouldn't years ago. They wouldn't look it's at you different. without an agent or a manager. I had a manager, right. and you know, right. Um, right? Yeah, but I was an agent, but I couldn't do my own work because that was in the guild. Once you're a member of the guild, they won't let you you know, send your own things. So, you know, and I probably, had I been a different person, I probably should have sent some of my stuff, you know, some of the things where I could have because I had good connections, but I also had a contract that I signed of what I would and wouldn't do. Now, I don't even know what, you know, it's so, everything is so different now, it's like people do whatever they want. So it's not like it was. The Writer's Guild, though, is outrageous for fees. I mean, yeah. being a literary agent, I mean, I'm not a millionaire. You're not a millionaire. Well, no, but, that, but writers, then you didn't, yeah. I didn't pay, the, I didn't have to pay to be one, but in California you did. Right. I was the, I was a yeah. literary agent from the West, from the West, you know, from the East. Yeah. It's East and West, and the East didn't pay, but I don't know why that is the West had to pay. I don't know why that is. That was weird. You know, but it depends where you lived, you know, because of Chicago. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, um Look, it, it, all of this is hard, you know, and, but, like, get, getting back to, like, a client that you, like, Juliet is your client, and she keeps writing. And I think, to me, that's the key to everything. And all the things I've yeah. talked about over the years, if you are a writer, you should just keep writing. And that is why you need someone to market for you and somebody to send things out if you want them to. But because otherwise, you cannot write. It just doesn't work out no. good, Mm-mm. you know. I mean, in my opinion. Um, so I think, and also staying in the same genre. Juliet, how do you feel about that? Staying in the same genre. Are you happy you stayed in this genre? It must be because you have all these people that love your books. Yeah, um, I have thought about maybe writing a contemporary, but you know what? 
modern day times confuses me. Uh-huh. If you can believe that. I was going to say, Julia, you live your book. She lives in a historical time. So well, she's okay. I cannot, you know, to me, there would be too much research, and I'm not really comfortable writing in a contemporary. Yeah, so then that's good. Field. Then it works out. Yeah. But yet with the historical, they, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's so many tales out there that you can take. A one line from something, or you overhear something, and bam, you've got a Western story. I know. That's that's all you need. You know, know. it's 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 for me. Now I I well, branched off a little bit when I wrote Bed of Conspiracy. Um, that was an espionage tale that kind of started out west and moved to Washington D.C. in 1876. But it's um, good. <laughs> <clears throat> huh? That's what? It, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, it turned out very well. In fact, so well um, that when's the next one coming out? When's the next one coming out? Yeah. So now I've I've started uh, the second one in the Ross and Sam Adventure series. Ross and Sam Adventures, I think I'm calling it. Um, and... And the title of that one is Death Deals the Hand. That's and good yeah. and it's going to be their old nemesis from the first story comes back. Um I think I think it's a And he's going to be coming it, back until the third book which is called The Mad Hatter. Um it's kind of got a theatrical spin to it in say 1877 1870 Eight, when you started having all the theatrical shows traveling, you had a lot of young actors, actresses or young women who wanted to be actresses on the stage at that time period. Um, it's kind of got a little bit of a Jack the Ripper element to it. Um, well, and, you know, because those are the movies, you know, they have a lot of series on TV, on Comcast and all of these, you know, Netflix. They do have series like that. And, you know, um, I, I, w- I just used to do watch different things, but now I watched uh, a show called Gentleman Jack. It was so, it was excellent. It was really good. And it was in historical, and I don't actually always read that or, or, or well, read it. Now I got the audio for it because I liked it. See, that's one of the things. People... Um, if you have a book, it's nice if you have an audio sometimes because some people like myself, I don't have time to read all the time, but I can listen. So, and I, and I really get it better when I listen, you know, um, but I think that they're on TV. They have a lot of things that they never used to have before, because I know when I was an agent, they would go, Oh no, we don't want any period pieces. They just hated it. And now there's tons of them. You know, and there's series. I mean, there's just so many things out now that there weren't out, like, even 10 years ago. Now it's very different. So you have audiences that are waiting for certain genres. And your genre is not an, an, a genre that everybody can write in, but you have a lot of people that are readers, you know, right. that want to read that. You know, and that's right. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm comfortable with it. Um, yeah. Like I said, I branched out a little bit with Bed of Conspiracy. Yeah. And like I said, it went over so big that they're screaming for sequels. So yeah. I'm going to make that a series. Well, I think it's a good thing if and you then, listen. I mean, then I, the yeah. children's book, Awesome Possum, 
Well, that was so cute. Oh my God, very has cute. has hit unbelievable amount of sales. Um, yeah, it's a it's a cute book. And um, so we're going to do a series called Awesome Critters. Yeah, in it that good. it was and. And the next one is it was a good it was good and that's the thing about children's books you know uh, it's good to do a series people ask me all the time and I haven't done it you know and I I mean that's you know everybody has their own issues of how they write and how they don't write and what they listen to and what they don't listen to and some people like myself I just keep going for different subjects so that's me and I but I'm but when I give advice to people I would not tell them to do what I did I don't think it's a good idea it's hard. Because it's very hard to market yourself when you have so many, you know, uh, genres. And then you do screenplays well, on top of it, and w- it's hard. Yeah, what I do is I see how the public responds to my books. And I have three books yeah. that have gone hog wild. And yeah. one of them is the Freckled Venom series. The second one is the Better Conspiracy series or Ross and Sam Adventures, and then the children's books. Those I will continue to make series out of. The yeah. others are basically standalones. I'm not sure. I had started a sequel to Perfume Powder and Lead, and I may end up turning that into a series. I'm not sure yeah. yet. Um I that think an author received. always likes to hear that, though. I mean, I think Crystal will agree with that. I think an author likes to hear when somebody says to you, you know, I really would like to see another book like the one you did, you know, using those characters. It's oh, yeah, when, shocking I, when to, I started yeah, reading, to me you to know, and people were messaging me and stuff like this, yeah. have you got another one planned? We love the I characters. Know. And it yeah. was just like, and it hit high up on the charts, too. Um and so did uh, Awesome Possums. Any of my books that hit high on the charts and I get a good public response, then I will do a series with them yeah. because I've got tons of ideas. My stars, my backlog that I've started. Um, and then I've got standalones uh, that I'll be sending to this publishing company that I joined um, to produce for me and take some of the load off so far as cost, and then um, let them market, continue to market for me, but really push those other standalone books. Yeah. And um, they're getting the first one. Well, they did did, um, the box set of the first three books in the Freckled Venom series, and we call it Freckled Fury. And it will get people caught up. And then at the same time, we have Vixen that just came out for pre-order. Fury is going up for pre-order tomorrow. So we've got all we've got a bam bam situation here. See, I think which it's really good. You know, marketing, I'm listening, which in, I'm listening to you because it's really great when you promote yourself this way. Crystal, isn't that true? Crystal, <laughs> she knows. Yes, Juliet yeah. is she, the, one of yeah. the number one people. Yeah, because um, you know what? Who does it She's all. Really, who does yes, it the right and, way. Yes, and because I'm listening to him thinking like, you know, you're making people want to buy your books, which is really good, you know, and that is a thing that 
is hard to do for most people. I, I think for a lot of people, myself included, because some people that know me, they don't even know what I do. And I'm thinking, like, there is something wrong with me because I don't talk about it as much. You know, and I think that doing it the way you're doing it is definitely a successful way to do it, to, to explain well, to people. Well, I partnered you know, with people. this company. I, I, partner, I watched this company for four years. And I also watched my book promoter, who is their marketing and publicist, for four years before yeah. he would take me on. Yeah. And the same thing with the company, the publishing company that he works with. I watched him for four years. I yeah. watched the amount of money that their authors are bringing in personally. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up yeah. getting a spectacular contract. Most authors from a publishing company might get 35 to 40, 45%. I'm yeah. way above that. And I'm one of their few authors that they allow to do that well, because I think, well, when I, I came to their probably, company, right, but they wanted, I already had they a track you. record. Right, right. They I already know. had a track record. Yeah. I had a proven track record. I've won awards. Yeah. I've done, you know, everything I could. I've got good covers. Um, yeah. I've got good storylines. The editing, yep. I'm going through and redoing my editing on all my books. But, um, I mean, I work. I want my best possible foot forward with my stories. I, I just got a new editor, and he is fabulous. Yeah. He's an old newspaper copy editor. That's a good And idea. for some yeah. reason, he loves yeah. my stuff. That's good. And well, he, that's had, he really made also, I just want to interject something. If you have an editor that doesn't really like your stuff, your work, move on. Because they may change your story a bit too much for you to like it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've already because, been through that. I fired. Yeah, that's um, been. Yeah, yeah. This person is my fifth editor since I've been published. Yeah since 2014 um the last one i held on for quite a while and then she started getting really really sloppy and i couldn't deal with that anymore um and this gentleman offered and his price was was within my budget but he really made vixen shine i mean i read it through i read through the the proof from the formatter the other day, and I enjoyed the story. I mean, I was looking for mistakes. I only found four. Thank goodness. It, even that part is better um, yeah. because he and I go through it like three and four and five times before I send it to the formatter. But yeah. I enjoyed reading my own story that I wrote. I mean, I, I wasn't looking at it like I was the person that wrote it. I got involved with Lacey. I got involved with yeah. Kate Morgan. That's, that's I got a, involved right, with Cody think, Bryan. Yeah. I got involved with Jim Hardy from Wells Fargo. Well, which is you know. right. Which is one of the things why I like even like audiobooks because when I listen to the audiobooks, my own, it's like I don't even. Remember, it's like I didn't write it. And so I think if you're an author out there and you listen to your work or you know when you're reading it, you kind of try to think how you got to that place and realize that you actually did that because <laughs> it's like when you're well, in the I don't project, think of it like that I, yeah. I'm not I I don't go there 
you know, I'm I'm reading for editing mistakes, okay? But then I get involved in the story, and then when I get done reading it, and I'm thinking, oh, wow, I really like that. And then maybe the next day I'll think, oh, I wrote that. You know, well, for me, I don't know. I don't things, know, I don't know how if I can enjoy my own stories, then hopefully well, other people will too. Right, but when you're writing it, I don't know, Crystal, I don't know how you feel about it. Like I do, when I'm writing, when I am done with the book, you know, I've read it so many times, and I've gone back and forth and back and forth and make sure this fits and that fits. And then, but when you hear it later or when you read it later, it's a much better experience than you've been doing it for like a year, you know, because you're so close to it. Uh, Crystal, do you, how do you feel about that when, about for your authors? What do you tell them? About what? <laughs> that do, what do you tell them to do? I mean, should they be reading? You know, because a lot of times some people don't look back at their work, and I, I, that I can't get, but I, I know people that don't. But for me, I go, you know, straight forward, and then I, like there's a part, like maybe it's 50 pages, then I go back and see if everything fits. I, I just, I like to make sure everything fits so when I get down to the end of, you know, when I'm going further in, I want to make sure I didn't forget something or forget a person that I need to make an answer to as far as what they've done. So when you're reading a book that somebody wrote and you feel, let's say, they have some, what do you tell them when you say, look at the, the book, you know, you're reading it and you don't understand it, what could they have done? And what should you do think they should do to make their Same. book better? Well, first of all, the important thing is you need to get send out um, a few to your best friends, the ARCs, and have them look it over first. But then you take all their criticism or all their ideas and you look at what you've written and you say, okay, well, that might work, this won't work. You know, you have to really analyze your own book. Um and it's hard to do because you get sick of reading it over and over and over again. But you have to do your own research, your own directional um, writing. Yeah, I don't have, you, I don't like beta readers. Ask, yeah, I don't like beta readers. You can ask 600 people. Right, yeah. not beta readers. I don't. I'm not talking about beta readers. You, you can just ask friends? 600 you mean people friends to read your book, book but oh, they're yeah. going ha- to have all different points of view. There's not going to be one that's the same. So it's up to you as the author. Right. And you, to, it's good if you have an editor that you like. I mean, if you if you trust your right. editor, that's what I like. I'm, I've had the same editor, well, so I really like that. I've yeah, had he knows editors. how I write. I'm going to throw something in here. Yeah, go ahead. Throw in. Nobody reads <laughs> my stuff before it's published, except my editor and me, me, me too. and my right. formatter. Me, me too, I, me too. Yeah, I don't yeah. need all those, well, yeah, you should have yeah. done this, and you should have yeah, done that. Yeah, I don't that. do it either. I know, I'm going to go back here a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah. I tried to stay local and hire local editors to do my work. The first lady charged me $1,500, and she was so degrading about my script wow. that I put it away for six to eight weeks. And then wow. I said, the heck with her. I'm not going to listen to her. I may have paid her 1500 bucks, but I'm yeah. not going to listen to her. Then I tried yeah. another one. I tried to stay local with my editors. 
you know, college professors and things like this, and who worked in the English department at the local college. Ooh, man, that The good. next one I had <laughs> was changing my character's personalities to fit what she thinks they ought to be. Oh, no, that's... that's I fired her. Nobody her characters but you. Nobody yeah, exactly. characters so, but you. So, you can, and you I really let her have it about listen that. Listen to people, but when you, yep. when you can listen to people... And you can take those people that read your arc, and you can take it all into consideration. And in the end, it's going to be you that makes the decision. Yeah, because I don't know. Right. So I don't really have anybody. The, yeah. Right. I, I get so it. I got rid of her, too. Yeah. And since yeah, I, I, that yeah. moment, yeah. Yeah. I have strictly left <laughs> it to me, yeah, and to my I, editor, and yeah. my formatter. Yeah. We are the yeah. only three that sees my scripts before they go live. Me too. Me too. And, me too. and you know yeah, what? It's yeah. done very well yeah. that way yeah. for me. I'm yeah. not me saying too. now there's too many people that's got to have all these beta readers or all these arc readers and all this stuff. I don't. I don't use. I, I can't work like that. Me neither. No. I can't you don't work have like to that. Use so arcs. I'm just saying that you take their ideas and make them your own. I don't oh, want I anybody's know, ideas. I know, see, but, that's, see, my my problem what? is I don't want their. Yeah, I don't like. I like my yeah, editors' I don't want ideas, their ideas, but not mine. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's a good point. <laughs> and and some people, yeah. you know, they live for their betas and their other people. Yeah, no, but I no. can't. I can't write like that. Don't mess up my story. It came yeah. out of my brain. Don't mess up my story. Yeah, and I a know. lot of people don't know the history of what I'm writing about either. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. So, that's another thing for you. Yes, you know, like for me, this, like like um, if I have a dialogue for a kid, like like I have a dog, and Gracie <laughs> is a dog, and it's never too late for love. And my editor, he knows me for years, and I go, do not change one word that that dog said. Okay, that dog has to have the dialogue it has to have. It goes, okay, you know, and I don't think, I think he thought I was crazy doing the dog, but everybody that has read the book likes the dog, okay? So I, except, I should say one thing. I hadn't, I just had a, uh, somebody write a review. Oh, my God, I couldn't believe it. They wrote a review, and it was about Gracie, and it was about, they have a Cavalier dog, uh, and their Cavalier <laughs> Your dog is nicer than my Gracie, and that's why they didn't like my book, because they have a better dog than my dog. And I went, oh, what is going on here? You know, it's like people, when they're reading, you're thinking, I mean, why would she compare her dog to my dog? My dog is, I made it up in my head, you know, and it's like, this is what you have out there. So if I would have had, let's say, someone like her reading my book, saying me, I don't like this dog. I'm thinking like, oh, my God. But I, I tend to, I agree with you on to the point because these are your people and your dog, whatever, you know, and like your opossums, they're yours. You know what I mean? You've invented them. So it's like why would someone talk for them? It's like someone talking for me, you know. I don't want someone talking for me. I talk for myself. So, and I'm sure that the other two here, Crystal, you talk for yourself, and Juliet, you do the same. But a lot of people are swayed by other people, and that's why you wouldn't want someone swaying you on what they think your character should be, I think, because I I wouldn't like it either. And Crystal, you like what you like, right? Yeah, I like historical um, romance. You do. And see, yeah. that's the hard. It's a hard genre. 
It is. It's a, but it's a tough one. I don't think I could. I, I don't think I could. I mean, I wrote a contemporary novella, but um, I think that when it comes right down to it, you write what you know. Yeah. And like you, Marsha, your contemporary, your contemporary romance, and it mm-hmm. fits your style. Yeah. And then yeah. Juliet, you know, the cowboy and the bounty hunter woman, the woman empowerment, yeah. that's Juliet all the way. She, right. you know, she wears a cowboy hat. And she she lives on a farm. I mean, she lives the lifestyle that she writes about. Right, and that's and it's why like right. me, and, I love antiques. I love old romantic lace. I mean, yeah. so you know, we write what we know, and that's right. just all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and it also matters where you grew up and where you live. I know because a lot of times people would say. Why do you have like limos in your car? Why are you, you know, people are eating hot dogs on the street, like on Michigan Avenue? I go, I live in Chicago. I'm in Chicago, you know, and I don't travel that much. So I mean, it's like this is Chicago, you know. I can't help it. So I think that that is part of who we are and who we write about. Sometimes, you know, some people can go, you know, in a whole different direction. (laughs) Someone once said that you write about what's in your psyche. And I think that's true. I think well, maybe I'm an, an, your inner I'm an angel land now. Now another angel. My psyche. husband looks at me like I'm crazy. I said, "Oh, I have another angel that came into the story." I'm going like, "Okay." Well, I had I had several people. I do a lot of events around here, and one lady came up to me. In fact, two of them came up to me, and they said, "We think you're reincarnated." Because you write too vividly of this past era, and I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had several other people say the same thing to me who read the books, and I'm like, well, I don't know about that, but you know, it's well because a lot of times, so many authors, it's like writing a movie in your head. Yeah, if you could see Juliet, you guys who are listening today, if you could see Juliet. (laughs) You would exactly figure who she is. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to look at her picture because she lives her life and she lives That's her book. That's good. It's good. Yeah, it's then, perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like me. I, I'm a romantic and I kind of live like I like my books. You know, I'm yep. real feminine and stuff. Juliet will tell you I'm real feminine. <laughs> yeah. Way more than so I, I am. I'm the tomboy. Yeah, I'm, a lot of, I'm a lot of everything, <laughs> a lot of everything, and you know, and I oh, and I on. like change, wear, and I you like, wear, the, well, you, you know what's red. funny is when I do these events, <laughs> if I'm not wearing my cap, people look for my black cowboy hat yeah. to yeah, find yeah. my table. I think that's, that's, a great, funny, that's good. What's it's funny was last style. October, Friday was so cold, and we're outside, I think it was something like 27 that morning. And I said, I'm not going to freeze my butt off out here. So I put on a pair of sweatpants, my insulated coveralls, and a knit cap. And that's how I sold books. It warmed up on Saturday so I could wear my cowboy outfit. And then Sunday I was back to the insulated coveralls because it turned cold again. (laughs) But they they tell me, oh, good, you're wearing your hat. I wouldn't have found you if you hadn't worn your hat. 
And it's so like, that's the fun oh, of okay. it. You know, at the end of the day, that's the fun of it, you know, is what, you know, because sometimes when you write something, you know, and then you what I what I was saying it kind of before is like when you read it afterwards, it's like sometimes you want to know what state of mind you were in actually when you wrote that because it's like you don't know where it comes from sometimes. I mean, you know, it just happens. And that's why I agree with Juliet. I don't have. I don't, not my, my best friends, I could talk, I do talk about sometimes my book and my characters and whatever, but I don't, uh, nobody reads my work either, because I, I, I don't, oh, you know, I, first of all, I change it, first of all, I could change it, <laughs> this is one part, this is one thing of advice I can give to people, when I uh, sent screenplays out, that um, one time, well, I've, I've optioned several of them, but one of them, I remember this, and they said, oh, you know, we'd like this screenplay, but you need to do some changes, a little changes. So my, the way I am, I redid the whole screenplay. By the time I redid the whole screenplay, the person that they wanted to play it didn't, wasn't living anymore. So then I changed the character from a, it was a woman to a man. But, you know, I, had, I tend to change too much, but that's me. We all know our styles. That's the problem, you know. When we are writing, we know what, how we write. And sometimes it can change too much, a story, you know, which is one of the things. I write with a lot of characters, and it is difficult when you write with a lot of characters. I don't think I can write with just two characters. I would like to, but I, I could write a children's book with two, but not adult. I don't. Maybe it's because of me, because I'm talking to everybody. If I'm on the street, by the time I'm done, I would talk to everybody on the street. So I think that... It depends who we are sometimes. I mean, yeah, well, I mean I see one you. book I have, Pocket Full of Stars, I really only have a cast of three or four people in that one. I yeah, have some good. secondary characters, but they're only in for a couple of lines. Yeah. Most of that book was only written with three or four characters, and that's the smallest group um, that I've done now. Vixen was written with a small cast, yeah. uh, basically three people, but then I had a whole slew of secondary characters. See, you're, you're talking Some right now like you're, Christmas. you're talking right now like you, in your mind, you see that movie. That's how I see things as a, in a movie. I see it that yeah. way, you know, and when you're even saying cast, you know, because my biggest problem, my well, thing yeah, is Well, yeah, there are cast of characters. Yes, and I think, in my opinion, that I know the rules, they don't like it, but I think every book at the front should have a cast of characters because people reading a book with a lot of characters, I don't care if they're the smartest person in the world, they sometimes don't remember who's who. So if they had that in the front, it would really be good for the reader. But they don't do those things, you know? And I, you no, know, I don't so like it. Rules. I've read a couple of books, and I don't like that. I want to find out about the characters as I go yes, into but, the book. Yes, you don't have to find out, but just a list of their names, okay, and what just want, like maybe, you know, policemen, whatever, something. Because, like, they, well, you do that when you do a script a lot of times. This is policeman one, two, or three. But I do yeah. think so. If it's a long book, some people, they tend to not always read it all at one time, and some people are very slow readers, and by the time to, you know, they might have forgotten the names. So that's, I don't want a whole description of what the character is, just like their name, because I think sometimes, and a lot of times people end up using, like, like, let's say M. They use 
a few names with M in it. Or, you know, it just sometimes comes off of your head. You don't know why you get a name, but you do, you know. And I use I use a lot of the same names, and I don't know why that is. It just happens sometimes, not in the book, but in, like, in my script. Sometimes I go, like, do you know you use that name in another script? I go, yeah, I don't know if it's what I see. You know, as authors, we see strange, we see what we see, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's the truth. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. it's- it's been kind of interesting with Plum Dickens of a Christmas. That's the fifth book in the Freckle Venom series. I'm almost done with it. Um, what I did with it, it's kind of a Christmas reunion with the first four books. Perfume, oh, Powder, and Lead, Holy Sisters, Skeletons, Copperhead Strikes, and Copperhead. And I brought all those characters back, and they're all in town for Christmas. And... um that's been rather interesting because I've got so many characters going at once yeah. that I have to watch my times of day, times of nights I know. to make sure I that know. I've got everything going, you know. I always used I've to say if you put, if you put a family if you put a family at a dinner table, you got a story. That's what I say. Anything. Oh, I got plenty of dinner tables. <laughs> All right, Crystal, what else did we forget anything you want to talk about? in your new agenting profession here that you'd like to talk about? Um, just, you know, hit me up. I'm a literary agent now. <laughs> okay. I'm a promotional and marketing specialist. And, and you're not pub- you can, are, you, are, you, are you not publishing anymore? Is that? Well, I, my publishing company is still going. I still have books okay, fine. that are All coming right, out. Fine. It's just right, that in good. the summertime, we don't take submissions in the summertime. Okay, so. yeah, All right. I think, yeah, because summertime is different, you know, I mean. Yes, it, it is, it, and people books don't sell. Oh, and a piece of advice. Okay. Don't release a book in the summertime. Release it in the fall or in the yeah. spring. <laughs> you so think it's better than, yeah, you do. all the way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I know, you know I've so done many, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's we'll so many see. things that we well, could I've do done, and what we. I've released three in the summertime. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think it's bad necessarily because, yeah. you, you know, people go to the beach, they relax, they watch, read books. You know, sometimes they take vacations, which is when they read books. And so sometimes it's not so bad, you know, because yeah, I know. that's when I people get I to relax. I that. But, um, okay. it's well, just, no, I'm, not everybody. Crystal's right. Um, it's I, not, I have no idea. This is, this is when we have the summer slump, and it's really not a good yeah. time to release books. Um, I was working with the publisher of Freckled Fury, the box set, and we kind of wanted the box set and Freckled Vixen to coincide, you know, come out within 24, 48 hours of each other for a a double whammy just to see if it would, if it would work. So we're, we're experimenting and then we're going to do the two Christmas stories I got coming up. One is for the publisher called Christmas Queen of Hearts, and then Freckled Venom, Plum Dickens of a Christmas. And we're going to try the double whammy there again and see what happens, if it's if it's a good plug for Juliet Douglas or, or what. We're, we're kind of experimenting with that. Um, I'm fortunate enough that this year with the box set, I'll put out, Five books. That's great. 
which is well, which is no, a great I'm thing. reissuing yeah. mistletoe and horseshoes too. So yeah, I think books. it's a good thing to do, and you know, and I do think okay because you know, and Crystal, I would like to say, do you want to? Are are you taking? You are taking more clients though now for marketing, right? Oh yeah, promotional okay. marketing. Okay, so is always I, do you want to just say a little bit so they could know what what they need to do to <coughs> get you know because that's really important for people to have their marketing done. You yeah, go if you need marketing or promotions, um, or you need me to be your literary agent to send out uh, query letters and yeah. uh, get you connected with those good publishers, um, email me at crystal c r y s t a l at Southern S O U T H E R N Owl. I think I got it here. It's a, it's right on the it's on the show page here. Is that, yeah, publications.com. You know, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, or you yeah. can look at my website, um, southernowlpublications.net. Yeah, and I think, you know, because, you know, if you're thinking of doing marketing, the, the thing I can say is, you know, that you won't be sorry because Crystal does what she says she's going to do, and that's really important because there are a lot of marketing companies out there that don't, I, I use two that do, okay, and a lot of them do not. So Crystal gets it out there, you know, uh, and you have to help a little here by, you know, by doing actually good work also and just resharing your work. But I think if you want someone that works, because a lot of them, I have to say the truth, they don't, you know, they they do not do what they're supposed to do, and that is not a good thing. Well, there's so, a lot of authors that, think they can dump everything on a marketing specialist and well, that, that's the, yes, that's then, the, then yes. scream bloody yes. murder because their books aren't selling. Well, the author really also has the to point, step right. up and Absolutely. the author has to step up and also promote. Um, yeah. It may I, not I be me, a whole lot. I agree with you. But, I don't agree. Um, I just Go ahead. You know, authors need to take responsibility also. They yeah. can't just dump something on a marketing specialist and think, "Oh, woohoo! I've got I've got a marketing specialist. No. I don't have to worry about that stuff anymore." No, that's they not correct. But, you know, the they authors need, need to get off their butts and get out there right. and also advertise. Um, they also right, and they yes, because it's true, and you can't. I don't. My sales of my books, I don't. That's not Crystal. Crystal is branding me. Okay, and my work, but I am out there as me. So I think, you know, that is one of the most important things is that you just, you have to be you and be out there to tell people what you do, you know, have a website, do other things. So I don't put responsibility on, you know, marketing. I know it's such a necessary thing, though. And I, I have mentioned it many times. Right. I, I don't love there's to do it. There's too many authors out yeah. there yeah. who yeah. use they hire a marketing specialist, and then when their books don't sell, they start screaming bloody murder at the marketing specialist when they yeah. really need to take a look at themselves and say, okay, yeah. what's, why is my book not selling? Is it editing? Is it the cover? Is it uh, exactly. the formatting? What's wrong with exactly. my book? Yeah. A lot of authors just want the title of author, and they throw some cheesy book up there with a horrible cover, Yep. And they hire a marketing specialist. Well, you couldn't sell that book anywhere yep. if it's not p 
polished. It's true. So, I mean, I and have being, no sympathy you know, for those authors no, and, because and being, what they're doing is they're overloading, they're overloading the Internet with helps. cheesy books right. and right. keeping good readers from finding the good authors. Yeah. And I think that's what one of the things why I keep doing. I'm off my soapbox now. The podcast, the podcasts do help people put themselves out there because after the show you get the link and and authors will be connected to readers because they will hear your voice and I think yeah. that helps. They know who you are, you know that that you're a regular person. So I think that that's the other thing. And if you'd like to be on the show, you can contact me at michiganavenuemedia.com and. Um, I, you know, I, I believe in the podcast because it goes right out there, right away, right after the show. It's going to be out. It, this is live now, but then it's on demand forever. I, my shows from years and years are there and on iTunes. So I think, you know, if you use all of these things together, I think an author can really help themselves. And right, and no, right, nobody is responsible for getting you to sell books you have to, it happens some sell more than others that's how it is you know and it can't always be about the money for authors because sometimes it just doesn't work but sometimes if people like your book that's should that's really nice and it's a good feeling when people are enjoying your stories so i think you know that's and so you can reach me through michiganavenuemedia.com or marciacaspercook.com crystal they can reach you i'm going to go again so you'll just everybody hears www.southernowlpublications.net. Okay. And uh, Juliet, well, you're on Amazon um, and all the networks. Yeah, okay. Amazon. Okay. Just go to Amazon.com, and when yep. you get to books, type in Juliet Douglas. Yeah. And then my Facebook page, and I can never remember my web, my website name. But anyhow, <laughs> if you put in Juliet Douglas, you'll find it. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> you'll find yeah it. if you go to Google or Internet. Yeah, you can't miss Juliet. Juliet Douglas, her, all her stuff comes up. Yeah. All right, any, any yeah, last I've words that anybody wants to give? Any any last words? Are we, Crystal, are you anything else I forgot? you want to talk about no we've covered a lot today and um i want to thank juliet for being my client for all these years and for uh, being loyal to me to being loyal to me and uh you too marcia for being loyal thank you thank you (laughs) here we go loyal but you know what it does help when people help each other that's really what counts you have to have a network of yeah we're gonna do um this is i'm just throwing this out but Crystal okay. and I will be at the Heartland Book Festival September 19th and 20th, I think, in Elizabethtown. I think it's going to be held someplace on the Elizabethtown yeah. College campus. And, no, it's at the library. Well, that's good. The library. Anyhow, it's hosted by yeah. Barnes and Noble. And this is the first one, and I'll be there with a couple of other authors that I know. Well, that's really Um, good that Barnes & Noble is doing it. They should do it more often. Oh, my God. If if they would help authors, this would be a good thing. Well, this is the first time for this Heartland Book Festival, and if it goes over as well as we think it's going to, 
Um, in Kentucky, we have the Southeast Book Festival, but that one's hard to get into. That has turned into more of a click, and it's very hard to get in there. The same with the Kentucky Book Festival that's held every year in um, Frankfurt. I believe both of those items are also co-sponsored by Barnes & Noble, and they're very difficult to work with, those two festivals. So Heartland is a little bit more oh, good luck. Uh, author-friendly, shall we say. You don't have to have your books in Ingram Spark. You can have consignment, which is what I'm doing because I haven't yeah. gotten that far yet. But yeah. I will have 100 copies of We Are Awesome Possums there to sell and autograph and right, personalize. That's and Crystal's going to be there with her company. So it's going to be kind of fun. Um, another friend is going to be there with me. and um, But that's in September. And I don't know. We don't have any other things that we're doing, do we, Crystal? Um, no, not that I can think of. <laughs> okay. I'm just running through my calendar in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much right. on my brain. Thank I can't you remember. both for being on. I appreciate it. It's always fun because you say your mind, and this is a good thing. We like to hear what everybody's thinking, which is good. I mean, people need to hear from other people about ideas because not everybody. We weren't born knowing how to do this, so we yeah. just we go we go it's day a learning to day. curve. <laughs> it's certainly it's a steep learning curve. <laughs> it's an it steep learning curve. <laughs> yeah, jeez. All right. Good night. Goodbye. I'm used to doing night shows. I haven't done night shows in a while. Okay. Oh, God. I'm in bed at Back 9 <laughs> Okay. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much for Goodbye. Me. Goodbye. Thank you, Marcia. Thank, Thank you. Crystal. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.